Today is Tuesday, December the 12th, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. The U.S. Supreme Court has refused to take up two separate cases, but they did choose to relist three cases involving January 6th protesters. The first case that was rejected comes from Washington State. It has to do with a state law that forbids licensed therapists from practicing conversion therapy on minors who have gender dysphoria. The case was being brought against the state by a licensed counselor, Brian Tingley, who claims that the law is a violation of the First Amendment. The second case that was declined by the Supreme Court involves Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who was seeking to intervene in a case against the U.S. government regarding their pressure of social media companies to censor speech regarding the COVID-19 virus or vaccine or mask mandate. The case is called Murthy versus Missouri, and it will be argued later on in time before the Supreme Court. Kennedy was filing a motion that would have combined his case with this one, but the Supreme Court declined to do so. When it comes to riot prosecutions against three men who were in the Capitol on January 6th, the Supreme Court did relist those petitions so they will be considered sometime next year. The justices were going to determine whether or not to take up those three cases at a conference meeting this past November. That meeting was delayed by the death of former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. Conservative legal analyst Julie Kelly told Newsweek that the relisting of these three cases is usually a good sign for those petitioning the Supreme Court. The U.S. House will be having a vote showdown this week between two competing bills that renew the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, known as FISA, but in one case, there's more severe changes made. The Protect Liberty and End Warrantless Surveillance Act will require a warrant to be obtained before any American is spied on or surveilled through the program. The bill also prohibits law enforcement and intelligence agencies from purchasing private data that belongs to Americans from various data brokers. The bill also sets up penalties for those within the FBI who abuse the Section 702 database with illegal searches. The House Judiciary Committee is offering this particular bill. Committee Chairman Jim Jordan maintains that the changes are absolutely necessary. There are 204,000 reasons why Republicans will oppose FISA reauthorization in its current form. 204,000 times the FBI improperly searched the 702 database. And unlike the FBI censorship, In the court's opinion, that was focused on conservatives. The FBI's illegal scrutiny wasn't just limited to conservatives. BLM supporters were illegally scrutinized by the FBI as well. And I hope our Democrat friends will join us in opposing reauthorization of Section 702 the way it's currently done. And I think they will. And I hope, and I hope they will work with us in the appropriations process to stop the weaponization of the government against the American people and in this double standard that exists now in our justice system. The second bill comes from the House Intelligence Committee and only continues the status quo by reauthorizing the use of FISA by the FBI and other government agencies with no alterations to that process. Whichever bill gets the most votes will prevail in the U.S. House. The Attorney General for the state of Missouri announced this week that he's launching an investigation into Media Matters. AG Andrew Bailey says that Media Matters for America is a nonprofit that has been fraudulently soliciting donations from those within his state after it already published a manipulated report about ads being shown on social media platform X that's associated with white supremacists. This report from Media Matters has caused many advertisers to pull their financial support and sponsorship of X social media. 
Bailey says the leftist Media Matters is trying to kill a venue for free speech because it cannot control the content and that they could be violating consumer protection laws as well as violating fundraising laws surrounding how a nonprofit organization operates. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson announced similar plans to investigate Media Matters at the end of November, and Elon Musk, the CEO of X, promised a thermonuclear lawsuit against Media Matters just about a month ago. He talked more about that lawsuit this past weekend while he was on his own social media platform. Yeah, Media Matters is an evil propaganda machine. Um, So I I just generally uh, am against evil propaganda machines, and uh, so we are suing them in every country that they operate. And we'll, we will pursue not just the organization, but anyone funding that organization. I want to be clear about that. Anyone funding that organization, uh, will be, we will pursue them. Speaking of media, mainstream or alternative, there's a familiar face getting back into the game. Tucker Carlson has been getting more eyes and ears on his Twitter-based interviews than when he was on the Fox News Network. And now Carlson announced further expansion into media with the Tucker Carlson Network, which will be a video subscription service online. They told you the guys torching Wendy's in 2020 were mostly peaceful. They said that masks worked. They told you the vax was safe. They tried to convince you that Russia blew up its own pipeline. The corporate media lied too much, and it killed them. Carlson will still continue to offer interviews on the ex-social media platform. These natural story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking, and true journalism, where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming and what is available on the Open Inc. website. Following the national news report on the U.S. Supreme Court and its consideration of J6 cases in the next year, the Supreme Court has also agreed this past Monday, and they've acted pretty swiftly in doing so, to a request coming from Special Counsel Jack Smith. Smith is asking for expedited consideration on whether the Supreme Court will take up the case involving the immunity question regarding Trump as president when he sought to challenge the 2020 election results. The lawyers for Trump have been arguing for this immunity clause for their client, and it's now being appealed to a lower court rather than the U.S. Supreme Court. This latest decision by the Supreme Court expedites their consideration of whether to take up that whole case. In the court filing from Smith, he admitted to not wanting to go through the usual appeals process, which could drag this case out for months and maybe even after the 2024 election. It's very interesting to consider that the charges from Smith against Trump could have happened any time after 2020, but it only happened this year. And now that the charges dropped against Trump at the start of the presidential primary race, Smith wants to speed it up right into the presidential election year. Now, Trump constantly refers to all of the cases against him as election interference, and you can certainly see why. And he responded to this latest request from Smith, saying it's a Hail Mary in order to bypass the whole appellate process. Trump's attorneys have until next Wednesday to file a response to Smith's petition. And should the Supreme Court ultimately take up this case, it will address the protections provided to a president from criminal charges against him. Thanks for listening to this Daily Inc. Update.